Welcome to Don't Do Disney. Without us. My name is Daniel. And my name is Zach. And welcome back to our show. It's a little show where like, we talk about all... It's a little show where we like to talk about... <laughs> I was going to get it this time, too. You know, this was going to be the time that I got it absolutely perfect. It's a little show where we like to talk about all things Disney, including the theme parks, the streaming services, the movies, the, 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 the food, the festivals. But not the sports, unless it's run Disney. But today, it's all about the parks. We're going to talk about the parks panel at the D23 Expo. The Destination, Destination. D23. Oh man, I screwed it up. Destination D23, which just happened right here in Florida uh, over this past weekend. Uh, we were not there. We were not there. It sold out real fast. But I feel like we didn't miss much. Like we were, we sat here on the couch and watched it. Uh, it was probably again. much more comfortable than the uh, ballroom at the Contemporary. And let me just say this. Let me just say that before we even get started. We have watched many things streamed by Disney. And they all suck. And I don't know if the person calling the the shots in the control room, you know, like, take camera two, please. Camera three. Can I have camera three? Can I have a watch? Whoever that person is, I don't know if he's related to someone and can't be fired <laughs> or he's just terminally ADHD or whatever, but it does. they're always focusing on something where nothing is happening. It's and it just, is... It, it, it wasn't just us people who were yeah. on, on the internet live streaming and live watching were like, who yeah. is filming this? Someone's yeah. seven-year-old niece? I would much prefer, especially for, for like the fireworks shows and stuff, I would much prefer like a lockdown camera from a great vantage point. Put a camera yeah. on top of the yeah. main street train station. Yeah, let me see it. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the Parks Panel announcement, which happened at... Destination D23. D23. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, where Uncle Josh came out and gave us all kinds of uh, announcements. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's just, we've broken them down into several different sections. I'm sure by this point you've already heard everybody's take on a lot of these things. We're well, not, you're going to get ours. <laughs> we're not going to talk about most of the things that we already knew. You know what I'm saying? Like Moana's opening date and things like that. We'll, we'll, we're not going to discuss those. We'll, we'll talk about the new things. Um, so here's, real quick, this is what happened in the Parks panel announcement. These are the things that are happening. Like These are projects that are underway, actual things happening to them. Uh, Ahsoka coming to Star Tours next spring. Still won't get me to ride Star Tours because <laughs> I don't want to get shaken around in a box. Asha is coming to Epcot as a meet and greet. Okay, that's the main character from their new film, Wish. Okay. Also Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. Uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Uh, we got to see some of the animatronic work that they were doing. They showed us Lewis, the the trumpet-playing a gallagator. I was going to say crocodile. I wasn't sure if he's a crocodile or an alligator. The gallagator. Yeah, the gallagator. And um, I, I feel like I heard Dallin say that it's not a projection face. But then when I was looking at the sculpture, his face isn't there yet. It's like it very well. Right, could but be. there's yeah. there's still a lot of work, yeah. and I know that we pred- predicted that we were going to get an opening date for Tiana's, but they mm-hmm. still have a long way to go. We do have an opening date. It's late 2024. Right? Yes, but yeah. we were thinking we were going to get the actual date. No, not this far out. Uh, Hatbox Ghost at Magic Kingdom is coming in late November. Wait, we got uh, that. Uh, and, 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 and Disney agrees with us. What? 
that the hatbox ghost can appear wherever he wants because he's a happy, he's not a happy haunt and doesn't need Madame Leota. There was a great moment on stage when Uncle Deadly asked uh, the Imagineer, talking about the hatbox ghost, if the Haunted Mansion had 999 happy haunts and there were room for a thousand, does the hatbox ghost fill that quota? Uh, which I'm, you know, staged question so that Imagineering could answer that question of like, no, turns out the Hatbox Ghost is not a happy haunt. He's a poltergeist, uh, so he doesn't count towards that total. And it also explains why he shows up early in the ride. Um, anyway. So and, you thank know what? you, yeah, Disney. That's it. Thank you for believing in us and agreeing with us. A, a, an Imagineer said it. I believe it. It's lore. Okay, um, moving on. Uh, Avengers Campus, uh, their new e-ticket ride over there, which is some multiverse thing. Uh, we got to see what their ride vehicle looked like, which to me just looked like the Guardians vehicle. It looks like if Guardians and Ratatouille had a baby, that was kind of like what the ride vehicle looked like uh, to me. So it was technically just concept art, but so, you know, it could change, but mm-hmm. everybody seemed to think that the Avengers e-ticket was dead. Yeah. But it's, it's back. Yeah. So uh, the Country Bear Jamboree is getting an update Next year, a brand new show, uh, you know, all new music, all new show, uh, same old bears. Uh, this Dan- is Daniel is very hopeful that in addition to refreshing the show and the songs, mm-hmm. they're going to refresh the animatronics so that least, they're not louder than yeah. the soundtrack. Or at least put some oil in them. <laughs> um, the Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, okay, uh, World Celebration is opening in December, so those construction walls finally coming down in December at Epcot. We can. You mean we can walk straight through from Spaceship Earth oh to God. World Showcase again? I'm going to do that so many times. I'm just going to keep doing it. After so many years of going the long way over. around. <laughs> like, we're running a race there. Oh, that's November. I was going to say, I'll just, I'll just go nope. off the race course and just keep running back and forth <laughs> underneath Spaceship Earth. What are uh, you going to do? Kick me out? <laughs> Uh, Soren over California is returning for a limited time and starting on September 22nd at Epcot. Uh, they've done this before. This is just going to be a limited run of Soaring over California. In fact, we were just at, uh, California Adventure earlier this year and Soaring over California was there. So it's, they do the same thing. They kind of rotate. And and let me tell you, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to everyone who loves Soaring over California. And I think Mm -hmm. I said this in our vacation recap. Yes. Video. Yes. That film is showing its age very badly. I, I, okay. Um, I don't know what was showing its age in it. What, the golfers? It, 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 it looks dated. It, it just, it doesn't look current. <laughs> As you're just going through it, you're just going to like point it. You know, those golfers are all dead now. They might very well be. <laughs> uh, Journey of Water Moana meet and greet is happening starting on October 16th at Epcot. And uh, that is Journey of Water and a Moana meet and greet. No, it was all together. It's like Moana meets you and she shoots you in the face with water. Uh <laughs> Journey Water, <laughs> October 16th. We're doing our annual pass preview on the 5th? 25th. September 25th. Oh, September 25th. I always think it was like October 5th. Okay, September 25th. Uh, the new nighttime show at Epcot has gotten a absolute date, December 5th. That's where the 5th came from in my brain. Uh, we've already made our park reservation for December 5th. Uh, even though even though technically we don't need it, we'll probably still take the day off and go over early and get a good spot. Are you kidding? And- I'm sitting by the World Showcase at like 11 a.m. I'm just, I'm just going to be sitting right there. 
in uh, the non-shade. Yep, yep, just in the shade. I'll give you yep. an umbrella and the sunscreen yep. and go have okay. fun. Okay. Uh, the, the name of the show is called Luminous, the Symphony of Us. This was told to us by someone called the President. He wasn't introduced. He wasn't. He was. It was a Sam Eagle, uh, Doctor Bunsen honeydew moment on stage, and they said, "Oh, we'll get the president to call." You know, uh, settle this. And I was then like, they, "Wait, wait!" They got Joe Biden to come in. They brought out the president of Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World, World, but didn't. But they didn't say that's who he was. Nor did they have his name on the screen. You have to Google this crap to find out who this guy I was. Feel I feel like, like it okay. would have made more sense to have the person who's in charge of epcot yeah the president of epcot uh anyway uh figment meet and greet opens on september 10th which is yesterday Yesterday. so it's already happened and Uh, it had three and a half hour lines all right so i want to talk about a couple of these things uh very excited about the country bear jamboree uh i grew up with that show and I used to you know as my the kid version of me remembers that show being awesome like there's like I would go back to school I'd tell kids like there's bears that come out of the ceiling and they're like on trapezes and they're singing and they're great and there's a buffalo on the wall and he sings and he talks and is like so I love the country bear jamboree growing up it has definitely aged poorly uh as zach alluded to the only time i've ever taken him to the country bear jamboree we couldn't quite hear this the music because the animatronics were so loud it's like uh, their mouths moving and hands moving were making more noise than the soundtrack uh so i feel like the tiki room has the same problem it does and you know what? Honestly, Country Bear is an opening day attraction and it could use a, a refresh. So I'm very happy that they're doing this. And they, uh, they, they showed us a clip of one song being recorded in the studio. It was yeah. Bear Necessities. Yeah. And it sounds like, although it wasn't necessarily confirmed, that they're going to be doing covers of mostly Disney songs. Actually, it was confirmed. Josh said they're going to be doing, uh, no, who was it? It was the guy that was talking, who was also at the last D23. Anyway, the guy with the glass. Anyway, when he, he said, he said they're going to be singing Disney standards in a variety of country styles, include okay. rockabilly, blah, blah, blah. He okay. specifically I, said Disney songs. I, I didn't remember yeah. if they confirmed the entire show was going to yes. be. Well, okay, so yes, blood on the saddle, it's gone, sorry. You know what? I wouldn't even count, I mean, there may be little offs like that, like blood, like blood on the saddle was a, was a, a cute little bit. Uh, there was, but it would be just as funny if Big Al were to sing a Disney song badly like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let it go, let it go. You know, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but it's like, I feel that the songs that the Country Bear sings are just Americana songs. Davy Crockett, uh, you know, a bunch of just old folk standards and whatnot. It's like, so switching to the Disney songs, I think is, I think is great. Who who the hell knows Davy Crockett? Who the hell under the age of like 50 knows the Davy Crockett song? It's like, it, it's time. It's time to be refreshed. I salute it. I think it's going to be great. Uh, also, it, I will go see the Country Bear Jamboree again mm-hmm. when this new version opens. Yeah. I'm also very, very excited about Luminous. Um, and like I said, we've already made our park reservations for December 5th to make sure that we see it. Uh, yeah, I I can't wait for, for Luminous. I... I I have, I loved Harmonious. We will, we will die on the hill that Harmonious is the best nighttime show that Epcot has ever had. Yeah. Comma. Yeah. But I'm excited for this because it, 
Yeah. Just just the music and the one piece of concept, or excuse me, the music, the title and the one piece of concept art we have yeah. makes it look like they're taking a lot of inspiration from yeah. Harmonious. Yeah. And the title, you know, it's all about us being connected and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So. And, and remember, Harmonious was designed to be viewed from on top of that building, which got can canned so there was ne- so suddenly it was a show which <laughs> w- w- was designed to be seen beautifully from a certain vantage point that never existed so harmonious uh so you know taking that and now reimagining harmonious to be a show that is more for the people around the world showcase i think uh and we'll, we'll hopefully it. won't have the same viewing problems and i'm not talking about the barges i'm talking about the fact that if you wanted to see the center, the center, yeah. you had to be in one yeah. of the two directly yeah. head on spots. Right. Exactly. So hopefully they'll, they've taken that into account and you, the show looks the same from mm-hmm. anywhere around the lagoon. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, they're constantly polling audience reactions. So I'm sure that those were things that they were taking. All right. Uh, there were some blue sky moments that were talked about and that I want to actually get into. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the panel itself, because I've heard a lot of people talk about the panels and their reactions to all the new announcements. Um, but I haven't really heard people talk about this, which is they started this panel with three, count them three, Cirque du Soleil songs. I was trying to say songs from Hercules, but then I said Hercules. So Hercules songs. Three songs from the movie Hercules uh, with the muses. Yep, they dressed They dressed up five cast members as the muses. Can and them come out and sing. And then a man took one of those uh, pride throws that they sell at Creations and made a suit out of it and came out and sang Go the Distance. And then it's it's a visual joke. And then uh, the muses came back and sang their their second group song that is from the movie Zero to Hero. And yeah, and uh, the uh, I I was thinking it was yeah. going to lead into the announcement of hey, here's a live action Hercules coming, right? Or we're, something Hercules related. We're going to bring back the Hercules Zero to Hero parade at Hollywood Studios, right? I was like, I love that parade. Um, so. They, uh, I'm thinking, oh, there's going to be a Hercules announcement. There was not, there was no, nope. no mention nope. of Hercules, no nope. reason why there was a, the muses left. One of them stuck behind, uh, and sang and hung out with the band for the rest of the show. And her name was Mika and the band. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I did, it was just very confusing, but the most confusing thing that has happened is that they brought out the Muppets and I'm not talking about, Oh, there was, you know, the country bear, Jim Marisa, they brought out Fozzie bear and he made some bear puns and everything. They brought out Kermit, Piggy, Scooter, Gonzo, uh, Bunsen Honeydew, Uncle Deadly, Sam the Eagle, Fozzie bear. It's like all of these big name, uh, you know, Muppets out there as well as they had day goals there. So, uh, and yet there were no Muppet announcements, zero Muppet announcements whatsoever, uh, for the entire panel. And they kind of passed off the reason for Dave goals being there is that he is the voice of figment. Uh, so he got to, you know, they announced the figment meet and greet while Dave goals was there. Um, but I mean, he wasn't the original voice of figment. He just came in later. And I love Dave goals. Trust me. I, 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 I'm a huge Muppet fan and I love Dave goals, but, uh, yeah, it just kind of felt wasted on that. It's like they were just on the cruise ship. They were just on the Disney Wish doing all those things. And they went straight from there to uh, Destination D23. D23. And so 
what what for? <laughs> why were they on the cruise ship in here? And it's like, give me a Muppet. Why does why yeah. does it why does Disney use the Muppets yeah. everywhere but the parks? Or you would think a park panel uh, is it suddenly the Muppets are oh we're gonna get a Muppet we're announcer we're, oh, yeah we're, we're gonna something. update no, Muppet Vision no. 3D we're gonna no, add, add more Muppets everywhere nothing. we're gonna bring back uh, great moments in history but just the American parts yeah nothing anyway uh, that was very confusing those were the two if I had complaints about the panel that would be it is why did you choose Hercules and uh, why were the Muppets there oh and. And or are we going to get Hercules and Muppet announcements out of nowhere three weeks from now? Yeah. That should have been announced at the panel. All right. So now let's talk about the blue sky things. These are uh, things that are not yet in development, but they are. Well, no, they're in development, but they're not. They're not yet building things. Correct. They they have concept art. We have ideas. They feel confident enough for them to share them with us, but still could possibly change. Uh, A new Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge at the Magic Kingdom, which is where the uh, Tortuga we're, Tavern is. We're, we're guessing it's probably that they're retheming the back half of the building that has Tortuga Tavern and uh, mm-hmm. Pecos Bill. Pecos Bills. Yeah. Uh, to a uh, Pirates of the Theater. Pirates, of the, Pirates Theater. of the Theater. Pirates, I can't talk. Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge, which sounds awesome. They're bringing out the Barker Bird uh, that used to be up on top of the, uh, what do you call that? that big open area where you go into pirates, like it's, it's not a carport, but it's like, it's, it's like big, uh, you know, the air conditioned queue area. Well, that it is especially still wouldn't be a carport outside. because they're pirates. Yeah. So it would be yeah. a shipboard. But he used to be up there. He used to be out there. Okay. And, and, Why and did I think the Barker bird had to do with the Tiki room under new management? So there was a Barker bird for the Tiki room right up the, the street. Uh, and that was the original Barker bird that they had to take down because it, it was, was problematic. But, uh, well, what he said was problematic. Uh, that was actually famously voiced by Mel Blanc. But um, the... Uh, when they took down the Barker Bird from Tiki Birds, a lot of people wanted it, you know, a Barker Bird. So they brought, they put one in at Pirates, and he's he's a little peg legged parrot that, that made little pirate jokes uh, to, you know, it's like, I don't even remember it was someone, you can find them on YouTube. But anyway, they're bringing him back in conjunction with this lounge. Sounds cool. I would I would be all for a, a pirate theme. I'm lounge. all for a bar yeah. at Magic Kingdom, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, a reimagining of Test Track. Uh, this is, uh, and they say that it's going to take inspiration from the original attraction, World of Motion, which I loved, World of Motion. So uh, I think that's great. I think, I think the one problem I have with Test Track is the repeatability factor is just not there for me. I mean, yes, you can design your own terrible-looking car, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but but the Test Track, like I'll give you an example: the Cars Land or the radiator springs at uh, in Cars Land over at Disney California Adventure is roughly the same ride as Test Track. There's a few extra pieces here and there, but by and large, it's the same ride. Same ride system, same kind of a ride. Um, I can ride that thing over and over and over. I love seeing the Cars characters and stuff like that, but Test Track in Epcot just bores the crap out of me. It's just like, now let's try those anti-lock brakes. It's like, ugh, I, I want to see semi-tractors no tractors being tipped over out in the cornfields and then Mater coming up and saying something like that. That's more fun to me than doing some silly safety feature thing. And so. I don't remember if uh, Radiator Springs Racers is as rough, but Test Track hurts. <laughs> 
all the stops and starts. Like, yeah. I already have neck and back problems. Can you <laughs> not make them worse, Disney? Uh, we did get a mention of the behind blue Big Thunder Mountain blue sky. Wow, the, the behind, beyond Big Thunder Mountain blue sky. Beyond, Beyond Big, Big Thunder, Thunder Mountain, Mountain Blue Sky. Is still um, happening. Yeah. yeah, and they talked about that at the California event last year, the D23 Expo. And uh, they, they brought it back up. They're saying, hey, this is still happening. And in fact, uh, Josh even said, for the next decade, the Magic Kingdom is going into overdrive. It's going to be the biggest expansion uh, in the park since New Fantasyland, which... You know, took over the employee parking lot as well as the twenty thousand leagues under the sea to give us uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and the Bell Adventure and the Beauty and the Beast Restaurant. Uh, you know that whole area back there. Uh, oh, and Ariel, sorry, the and Ariel Adventure. Uh, all of that stuff used to be you know not part of the game. It was a brand new expansion. So that means the expansion that they're working on back there uh, beyond Big Thunder is going to be bigger than that. So that sounds awesome. It's like I'm, I, I was. Telling Zach is like, you have to expand the Magic Kingdom because no matter what you do, uh, more people go to the Magic Kingdom than any of your other parks. Uh, the closest competitor to it, like Epcot, is not even, it's like six million people less a year. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you just have to make the kingdom because people have shown no matter what, if they only have one day to spend at Disney, they're going to go to the Magic Kingdom. So that's got to be the park that eats people. Yep. Uh, otherwise, you're going to start turning people away at the door, and that's not good. Um, so yeah, blue blue thunder, blue sky is happening. They didn't give us new announcements on that. They just wanted to let us know that, that it was happening. It, it is still happening, and it's further along in the development than it was last year, and yeah. it's going to be big. And I think the reason they had to bring it up is because they made another announcement. I'm going to swap these two. They made another announcement that the Dino Land retheme happening over at Animal Kingdom may include an Encanto attraction. So you had to bring up the blue sky from Big Thunder because it famously had a Coco and Kanto and the villains. Yeah, it had kind of like this Encanto house thing back there. So they they clearly had taken the Encanto house attraction. And they're thinking about moving it to Animal Kingdom. Where they were going to put in a Moana uh, attraction. So this, uh, it, and it looks kind of cool. They're, uh, if this all comes to fruition, they're going, they, they're they definitely renaming the land to Tropical Americas. Right. right. That. Uh, of the things announced for the Dinoland expansion, the tropical Central South America theme seems to be pretty much set in stone. Yeah. It's but, not official, but it's it right. feels like it's going to be. Which makes sense, because every area at Animal Kingdom is named after a, a place, except for Dinoland. Right? Dinoland is the, the one that's not a place. Right. So you had Africa, you have Asia, you have Pandora. Now you have tropical Americas. Um, anyway, and they're talking there about possibly reskinning a dinosaur here to Indiana Jones, which again I am all for because dinosaur has aged poorly, and uh, so and yeah. they're the same ride, same ride system. Uh, although different ride vehicles, importantly, because one of our ex Imagineer friends was mentioning that the California uh, ride system for Indy uses a weird hydraulic system that breaks all the time. And they, they managed to fix that when they uh, did dinosaur here. So, so upgraded cars. So maybe we'll get an upgraded uh, Indiana. And you know what? Just cause it's Indiana Jones doesn't mean it's going to be an exact copy. Maybe, right. maybe it'll be something new and interesting. So, yep. 
Yeah. No, those two things are still way and way that they've got a ways to go. Yeah. And finally, they told us uh, that there is going to be a new Tree of Life show replacing A Bug's Life, and it's going to be a Zootopia uh, based show that will take you to all the biomes of Zootopia and has the same uh, uber nimble uh, animatronic Clouser that they have in the Shanghai land. Uh, Shanghai Zootopia land. So this uh, Hauser's the cat cop, right? And so he's the desk guy. Anyway, so he's going to be like your MC for the show and it's going to be an animatronic. So that'll be cool. Uh, they made a few announcements at International about the International Parks. These were mostly done in forms of videos. We got a sneak peek at the world of Frozen and Hong Kong Disneyland. We it got looks really pretty. It does at night. Uh, we got a look at Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea, which is going to have three new attractions: Peter Pan something. Uh, it's not Peter Pan's Flight, so it's right. It's, it's, a, it's a new Peter Pan, new attraction. Peter Pan attraction. Uh, and then a couple other things that I don't remember at the moment. Uh, we got to see the look at Zootopia Land at Shanghai Disney, and we also got an early look at the frozen area that they're building at Paris. So those were the. Those were the international uh, announcements there. Nothing that we didn't know was already happening. Just kind of like looks at what they're just doing updates, there. really. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. That was the the parks panel overall. What did you think? I was happy. We said in our little section in our last video where we predicted things that it was going to be a relatively low key uh, panel, mm-hmm. and I think it was. Yeah, we didn't get very many brand new announcements and the ones we did get weren't earth shattering. So I disagree. Retheming an opening day attraction. That's a big announcement. That is in any any other day. That would be a big announcement. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I feel like that stands out to me as the, (laughs) the one thing that, uh, you know, oh, cool. It opens next, did I mention that? It opens next year. So, uh, yeah, the redoing of the Country Bear Jamboree, that sounds awesome, and that's brand new, and I wasn't expecting it. Hadn't heard anything about it. Uh, caught me completely right. off Nobody guard. Nobody had yeah. that on their bingo cards. Yeah, so uh, yay for them. Uh, the rest of the stuff we kind of all knew about, uh, or right. it's just things that are kind of, you know, make sense, uh, whatnot. No, I was, I, I was happy with it. Yeah. I like the park panel. I... I don't know why a company so rich in the entertainment field. I mean, this is Disney for God's sakes. You could, you could have any actor in the world come out and do this stuff for you, right? You could have, uh, you know, I don't know, any MC, anybody, whatever. We, we get the, the Josh tomorrows and these Imagineers that come up on stage and it's great that they're there to tell us about things, but then they try to do these skits and these show elements and they just don't work very well. And there's always something weird about them. And I just, it's almost cringy. (laughs) Daddy Josh is pretty. He's not an actor. Yeah. I would rather Josh stick to the, you know, the PowerPoints and the making the little cracking the little jokes there. But when he tries to interact with the Muppets and have a, when a script is written where a character is supposed to interrupt the other one and so that person's line is but then I said dot 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 because the other person is supposed to interrupt them but there's clearly a pause because the guy doesn't know to interrupt him on time and the other person can't vamp you know what I'm saying those kind of things things that wouldn't happen with professional actors that uh, definitely are happening with real world people like that so I mean but if that's the worst 
that I could say, right. then, you know, I, I live a charmed life. So, uh, that's what it, no, I, I was very happy with the parks panel. I thought it was, uh, great. It was well worth getting up early in the morning to watch. Not as early as our friends in California who got up and watched it. It's true. But, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to see the new fireworks show, or excuse me, nighttime show. I'm super excited to see uh, all of it, really. Like, all of it. I want all of it now. It's like, I want the the new Encanto thing right now. It's your park stuff, and you need it now. I do. Give it to me. Uh, all right. That was it for the parks panel. Um, do anything else to add before we move to our heroes and villains? Nope. This is an even show, so we are, yeah, episode 14, so we're going to go with our heroes first. Uh, It's also written right there. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, I could cut his, no, it's all right. Uh, I'm sorry, I was just speaking to our producer over there. Uh, Anyway, uh, heroes and villains of the week, go ahead, Zach, who is your hero of the week? Disney, for doing good on the parks panel, honestly. I, I feel like... We set our expectations at the appropriate level, mm-hmm. and we were rewarded. Yeah. We, we didn't go into it thinking that they were going to announce all these big, brand new things, and thus were disappointed. I feel like the opposite happened at the end of the day on the Epcot Park panel, where they announced yeah. nothing, and they just were a bunch of people watching, looking at slides. <laughs> And and to be fair, when we heard what we heard of that, we were driving over to some friends for dinner, so we didn't actually see it. So I'm assuming it was more interesting to watch than it was to listen to, because to listen to, God, it was boring. Yeah, that was was horrible. Uh, All right, my hero of the week is Dave Goles, uh, the voice of Scooter, Gonzo, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, uh, just a thousand other Muppets. Uh, And Figment. And now Figment. Uh, but the uh, Dave Goles is is legend, man. He's just uh, all of those original Muppeteers. The Frank Oz, Jim Henson, Dave Goles, all of them. Uh, Carol Spinney, I can go on. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And they during the interview section with Dave Goles, they were showing some old pictures of uh, Muppeteers and just, God, it was just, yeah. Uh, it was just so cool, uh, you know, to see Frank Oz and Jim Henson, you know, as 30-somethings, you know, laying down on the floor with these puppets. Uh, also, I really, really like the little puppet mobility thing that they have. I don't know. You could see it on some of the camera shots. They have, like, these – you know how a toddler, when they're learning to walk, sits in one of those wheeled yeah. – uh, thing has wheels all around it, and they can spin and go wherever? That's what those Muppeteers sit on when they come out. So they're walking with their legs, but they're sitting so that they can hold the – Muppet up above their head and they're like little crab walk <laughs> with these with these big industrial you know plastic things with wheels on them that they could spin around and it, it was really cool to see so a little behind the scenes stuff there anyway Dave Goals my hero of the week who was your villain of the week Disney oh. for bringing out the Muppets and using the Muppets for an hour and a half and not announcing a damn thing with them <laughs> it did suck but I will agree with that yeah Disney why do you hate the Muppets so so much why do you hate them so so much please bring back bring back the great moments in history uh but just just the the american American parts parts. um yeah my villain of the week all right part of the new country bear re-theme they made some artwork it was like a, a a an old uh opry a grand old opry poster like a cast poster yeah that you might have seen back in the you know 
don't know. Back in, in the, the olden days. days. In the olden days. For, in, in the time period in which something in Frontierland takes place. The eagle-eyed viewers noticed that they had renamed one of the bears uh, to Romeo McGrowl. And uh, I won't say his original name because, as it turns out, it is a racial slur. So, uh, but there are people that are genuinely upset that they are that they changed this bear whose name was a racial slur. That <laughs> they are upset that Disney changed their name. And I that sounds about white. I I just I yeah you're you're my villain. Welcome welcome to to villainhood, ladies and gentlemen. Guess so, what? Uh, yeah. The world is more inclusive and Disney is trying to be more inclusive. And that includes getting rid of really, really unfortunate things in their parks. Yeah. And it's. And if you're upset yeah. about that, please leave. Yeah. And, and why does it matter? It's not like that. His, his last name has always been McGrawl. He's still McGrawl. He's still the same character. Uh, he's just, they just changed his first name. It's like, relax. It's not the end of the world. Uh, anyway, that is our show. I hope uh, if you have some comments uh, from the Parks panel, if you disagree with us on uh, what we're excited about and you think that it's super exciting to see Asha, then let us know in the comments. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment down below. And to be fair, we know nothing about Wish because it's yeah. not out yet. Yeah. We could see it and immediately want to go meet Asha. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, but if you have something to say, let us know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us on audio or on Spotify, watching video on Spotify. Anyway, our email address is don'tdisney at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Zach will be happy to reply to you. Um, I, but I do read them. He does. He'll, 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 he'll tell me, hey, there's a comment you haven't replied to. Rather than replying to it himself. Look, we both have jobs. I edit the shows. You reply to the, the I comments. Ha- I That's handle all. all the socials. That's and right. the. Oh, he said the socials. Anyway. Uh, now I have to roll my eyes at myself. As I mentioned before, there is a video version of this show. If you're listening to our audio podcast, it is on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash WDW Aristocrats. Or you can just search for Don't Do Disney on YouTube and you will find us. Uh and if you are watching us on YouTube and you're out and about and want to listen to us in a more portable fashion, then subscribe to our podcast uh, audio version anywhere that fine podcasts are served. The video version is also on Spotify. So on Spotify, you have your choice of either video or the audio version. Uh, and there you go. It's that simple. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, all that is left for me to do. Is to say. Is to say. Please. Nay, please. nay, nay. No, nay? Nay. Nay? What? Beg. <laughs> you, you talk about me not knowing the beginning of the show I at least I know the exit of the show and now you're tripping me up here all that is left for me to do is to say please 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 don't do Disney without us <laughs>